Hodell. Good Monday morning. <laughs> it's a Bastard of Art podcast with Matt Hodell. And Chris Boyle. Holy shit, man. Chris is fired up today. Uh, he Coming in hot. Coming in hot. Something about, I think you're just cr- crabby from your time change. I think <laughs> it's you have jet lag. Chris has been like in London all last week on a shopping spree for buyers. He buys fancy clothes for me. Well, that's, that's not, not what you do, is that's it? That's not true. That's what I think you do. No, I just <laughs> tune guitars and He pretends he's a rock really star. hot and yeah, sweaty. But, no, actually, Chris is the closest thing to a rock star I really know at this point. No, yeah, well, that's probably, that's cool, you know? Yeah. I'm not a rock what's star. A lo- what's, it, what's it like? I'm like the What's it like being a rock star? It's like, yeah, <laughs> hurry up and wait. Is that it? That's pretty much it, yeah. Yeah. But you had fun. Yeah, it was great. It was great. Saw some old friends, did a gig. Do you ever get sick of traveling, like airplanes? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Sometimes. How many flights, what did you do? Did you fly through New York or Dallas? I flew or? through Philadelphia on the way out, and I flew through Chicago on the way back. Oh, yeah. Kind of through. Uh, Chicago's nice. No. Because the last plane ride is only 45 minutes. That's true. Except it's always hard to come back into the country through Chicago because your bags take forever, and you usually miss your connection. Like better better than Canada. When you yeah. fly into Canada, you have to do customs, yeah. and then you fly into the States, you do customs again. That's, so that's true. Yeah, double I, customs. Double customs. Don't do that. Yeah. There's Don't. probably another Trump joke in there, Canada. too. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Oh, well, we'll skip that fake one. Fake news. Yeah, fake news. <laughs> Which pertains to what we might be talking about today. All right, so this this conversation is going to be a little difficult. I'm just going to let you guys know right in the beginning. Me and Chris probably or or maybe won't have the exact same opinions, but I think you know depending on where you're sitting in life, you you'll get value out of both. But the topic is basically what are you worth, and that could be like as as an artist, um, what do you charge? Like what is your is it what is your time worth? What are you worth as a product? Because there's almost like a couple different takes here. You could say. Well, what should my hourly be, right? right? And that's is that your worth? If you're $100 an hour for your services or $150 an hour for your services? Or are they paying for you as a product? Who cares how long it takes me? I've got this much experience backing me up. And when I'm done with this, you're going to get yeah. what it's above worth. and beyond. You know, and there's that old saying, uh, under promise, over deliver. You know, so sure. when, if you've been doing this a short amount of time, there's, I think, I think with most people, I, I think Chris is going to uh, agree with me. In the beginning stages of your new path in art, there's some humility where you kick a lot of stones and you're like, oh, shucks, guys, I'm just lucky to be here. You know, thanks for having me. But as Chris has talked about a lot, like we still have to pay bills. Yeah. You know, so eventually you have to figure out what are you worth? Yeah. I think, yeah, it's like, yeah, there's a, it's a tough, it's such a tough thing to figure out exactly what you're worth because I think the hardest thing for anyone to do well it's easier for some people than others is to just look at themselves and be like I'm going to attach a fairly high value to myself I am going to consciously say that my work is worth maybe a little bit more than I'm comfortable with Um, and you know I don't know exactly how to get that spot I struggle with it still every day so we're going to talk about it we're going to explore it and figure out hopefully a little more about how to figure it out how to figure out we're gonna figure figure out out how to figure it out (laughs) (laughs) all right i made a list here and i'm just gonna go over the list uh of kind of the things i was thinking about when when you kind of dissect yourself and what are you worth because here's a here's one one thing that i think you've got to understand is that you're a product above and beyond like 
you you are you are a machine you are something that can produce something goods and services for other people whether it's music or some kind of type of a craft like even if you're just a simple belt maker or even if you're even a more complex you know leather worker um we're, we're tattoo artists by trade so you know we, that's kind of a lot of times that's what we're going to fall back on talking about that but when you when i i have to remove myself uh and i think about okay what if i was going to walk into a doctor's office and um and let's just say i was shopping around for doctors and i walked into two by using doctor somehow you like it's still a trade it's still a practice i mean they, they don't call it medical practice for nothing right. um but you're gonna have two say we go into two different doctor's offices and Everything about the presentation to how you're handled to how you actually get to meet the doctor and how the doctor talks to you. I think those will both decide not only like an, on a marketing aspect, which is kind of like the bigger picture here, but like what am I what am I willing to give the gentleman or gentle woman, 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 gentle woman, gentle woman, <laughs> the, the young lady doctor. I am a little sometimes racist, sexist. Uh, we have all these problems, <laughs> uh, but. Like what, what? What? Like if someone come basically, I'm gonna I'm gonna stick it to you. If, okay. if you walk into a doctor's it. office and they have panel board, right? And there's like a you know a chicken running around. The dude walks out in like flip flops, and then he wants to charge you like twenty thousand dollars for a checkup. <laughs> there's something yeah. off here, you know. Yeah. But if you you know if you walk into a doctor's office and you're like I've got these issues, then there's there's a you know a little bit of a that, 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 that not lemon because that's not fancy enough, but cucumber in the yeah, water. Yeah, anytime mint, you get cucumber, maybe some mint. Yeah, basil, cu- basil. Anytime concoct- freshly picked basil from uh, all that. And a flower on that. When you start seeing that, you know, like, yeah. all right, it's getting You've real. Arrived. It's getting serious. Yeah. This, this is, is this is a good me. stuff. This is gonna cost me, and I'm gonna brag about it. I'm gonna be like, oh my god, they had. Or you might be like, well, I'm gonna pay out the nose for this, but. It's really not that great because this water is like stale and it's been sitting here for a while. I don't know. But, maybe, yeah, maybe yeah. it's a rouge. I know what you mean, though. Yeah, maybe it's a rouge. But anyway, that that's kind of like a, a way to think about it. So you're, there's the appearance, right? Um, when we're talking about ourselves, there's the appearance. What kind of what kind of presentation do you yeah. give your potential client? Um, uh, like, who can vouch for you when you're when you're giving your little speech? I mean, like the popular one is like, "I am the knee surgeon to the stars." How well are you connected? Yeah, how are you connected? Are you just a nobody starting off, or does, like can other people vouch for you to give your sell a little bit of security, sell a little sure. bit of trust before you even yeah. do business? It's with an this endorsement person. to your, you know, character or your abilities, professionalism. Yeah. yeah. Um, what do you do? Like, whatever it is you do, what do you do? That is that is stronger, better, different, unique compared to just everyone else that's in your in your uh, class. And then finally, uh, what are your achievements? What, what what kind of barometer do you even use to measure some of those achievements? So I think just without getting too crazy, yeah. those are just four things that could help. Kind of like put them all together and yeah. see like what what is our worth? One thing, right? It is our so going down. I'm going to actually like Chris was so energetic this morning. Uh, I switched his decaf out with strong Folgers <laughs> coffee. I don't drink decaf. <laughs> uh, what when when we think about that, and we'll just start with appearance. Like, what do you think about that much? Yeah, I think everybody now. We were talking about it earlier. I think everybody is somewhat forced to think about appearance these days, um, especially because of social media, which is something obviously we talk about social media quite a bit is mm. something involved in tattooing or art or just awareness. Um, definitely as far as marketing goes, 
love it or hate it, social media has an impact on your perception or how you appear probably more than it has on any of the other points that we've talked about. Like your appearance is the the forefront in social media. And there's, you know, to me, there's two ways to go with that. I see people that kind of really dive into that and sometimes experience success from that. Whether I think that that's the best way or not is another thing. I also, you know, I know people that actually shut themselves off from that or they remove themselves from social media because at times they feel that that is so often could happen in art that you know appearance or um kind of a, a false perception is not what they want to represent the quality or the character of their work and i think that that can also happen with social media there's a there's a pull in social media whether you like it or not to uh create your best life or create your best work um in that you're able to select what you show and what you don't to manipulate, to edit. Um, and, you know, again, straight talk, those are things that allow you to present a picture of yourself the way that you want it to appear. That's, that's, yeah. I wasn't even going down that path because I wasn't even thinking about the social media aspect. But it's true. Like, think about when you hear about somebody, what's the first thing that people say nowadays? What's their Facebook or, yeah, or what's Instagram? Their Instagram? Yeah. And when you go through it, if you see, like, say, for instance, we'll just use tattooing again. Yeah. If you pull up Johnny Two Fingers and there's, like, a picture of him with a donkey and a line of Coke and then a good <laughs> tattoo, you know, and then a couple of, you know. He lives in Nashville. Yeah. <laughs> but then there's like there's a him like creating a bunch of debauchery in between good tattooing. For me, even though the tattooing is good, the, the debauchery would be like I don't want to do business with this yeah. guy. Not into it. No. Yeah. Um, but then, so what do you think? Like some of the benefits of not being on social media at all are because I, I kind of see it as like it, it, I don't know how it reads particularly. But social media, on some aspects, seems so juvenile. Yeah. Uh, for for whatever trade you're going for, like if if your trade is like fun and poppy and cool, but if you if you're a doctor, like why do you need to like post pictures? I don't understand. Like I wouldn't expect my doctor to be posting like selfies of himself in the operating room. You right. Know? But I'm sure that there is a doctor we could find who is, or many doctors that you could find if you just hashtag doctor on sure. Instagram that you're going to find all kinds of doctors that have, or on Twitter or whatever, even if it's not, you know, uh, photo-based like Instagram is or maybe Facebook is a little more now these days, um, there's there's plenty of doctors that are using that as a platform for celebrity. There's also probably doctors that are using it as a platform for, um, you know, philanthropy to you know, or, or just information, you know, and... and whether those things are well, good or bad. I, I, just, I, just, I just Googled Dr. Instagram, and the first one that comes up is a guy named Dr. Mike. And uh, he has 2.9 million followers. That's a good. And that's every, a, that's and a he, lot. He, but he looks more like a men's model in these in these pictures. Can you yeah. can you see this? Let's he see. looks he looks more like a Oh yeah. Yeah, like way more like a men's model than a Mike. than a doctor. Is he from Grey's Anatomy? I don't I don't even know <laughs> if this is real. Oh, he could be Are those a real doctor? He's certified physician in NYC. I don't oh. 
Yeah. Oh yeah, there's a TV. Yep, yeah, there's a there's a. Oh no, it's a YouTube. He's got a YouTube channel too. Oh. Doctor Mike's you. So there he is. He's going for the fame. So the real question, Doctor Mike, if you're out there, do you make more <laughs> money practicing medicine, or do you make more money from YouTube advertisements? Yeah, we want to know. know. We want to know. Us. The hard, hard yeah. any question. <laughs> so there you go. There's the appearance aspect. How are you putting yourself out there? Sure. Are you Doctor Mike or are you Jimmy Two right. Fingers Cocaine Head? And I don't know Doctor Mike, but like Doctor Mike may very well could be an extremely accomplished physician who's extremely well qualified, and this is just a I, yeah, facet you, of it. He, he also looks could like be a, a douche. Yeah. He, he kind of looks. <laughs> he also could be a impression. really shitty doctor who needs a YouTube channel in order to make a living. I don't know. But, yeah. yeah. I don't. I don't know, Doctor Mike. You, I don't know if Let's, I'm going to. I know my my young lady friends would want to probably go see Doctor Mike. Yeah, for sure. But not 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 yeah. not me. No. Um, all right, so we're not buying it, Doctor Mike. Who can vouch for you? That's another part of your self worth. Like there's there, and this isn't about like whose ass have you kissed enough to get them to say, ah, he's a pretty nice guy. But if you have enough accomplishments in your career, what'll happen is you'll end up rubbing shoulders with like minded people, sure. and, and they'll. They'll end up being. They'll they'll vouch for you eventually. You know, uh, you can get a job at a shop where you know. I, I just you know when I worked in New York, being able to work with some of those guys up there, it was nice to say, yeah, I've worked with uh, some of the best. Like that was that was good for me and it was good for my self esteem. It's a but point it's of connection for you. It's a point of connection for other people who could be more aware of your colleagues than they are of you at the time. Sure, exactly. And that makes them aware of you. So mm-hmm. that's just. Again, it's one of these things that feels weird to talk about it, but like, you know, guilty by association, you know, whatever, but it's it can be a positive thing or a negative thing, you know, who you associate with does affect your marketing and your clientele. Like, you know, if you associate with the guy who's, you know, got a bottle of tequila and a line of coke on the back of a donkey, you know what I mean? Like, people are going to associate that with you, and that means that some people are going to think that you're way cooler because you're hanging out with the coked-out donkey guy. I'm sure he's got face tats, too. Oh, definitely. Probably. Yeah. He's also probably, like, oh, got a Xanax possession charge or something, you know? That's like a- but by association. So that's the other thing, too, right? Yeah. Like, on the flip side of that, like, if that's who you run around with, yeah. then how are you supposed to, at the same day, like, be like, I'm worth this much. And everyone's like, yeah, but don't you run around with coked up donkey guy? Yeah, you know? that's expensive, though. Donkeys and cocaine are both expensive. <laughs> that's true. Yeah. So you'd have to, by default, you'd actually have to charge more. I, I think so. <laughs> now, what happens when you start buying your donkey cocaine? Then that's really, yeah. really expensive. Yeah. yeah. It's lit, fam. <laughs> I think that's what What's that's a, really My daughter said, aren't you down with popping? Or bopping? What? Like some hip hop term. I have no idea. Flossing? Kids these days. Kids flossing. Like the flossing. That's like a Fortnite thing. Like the doot 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 yeah. doot doot. That Fortnite yeah. dance. Yeah, that's yeah, a that's a taken over by storm. Yeah. So yeah, uh, that's that's another who you know who 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 has basically been able to vouch for you over the years. Like who would you feel comfortable saying like like yeah I've worked with these guys or yeah I've participated in shows with these guys because that's another thing it's like what yeah. art shows have you gotten into yeah you know who Absolutely. have you who have you gotten to rub who, if you've been able to hang your artwork next to this dude who's just like yeah. juxtaposed every other month like that's a big deal man you it shouldn't is, yeah. you shouldn't just be like oh I was just lucky to be here you yeah. should take that as a sign that you're putting in as much work as as these guys that you're looking up to. So yeah, yeah, raise your prices a little bit. Your paintings just went up 30%. Yeah. Just because, yeah, you you can now rub shoulders yeah. with the, your heroes. And, and, and either way... It, shoulders or elbows? Shoulders? I think either one. You okay. Can, I mean, either it depends. Way. I mean, height. Shoulders should be a little bit closer, you know? It's like maybe, <laughs> yeah. that, maybe it starts with elbows and goes to shoulders. 
But I think it's just that whoever you're connected to, uh, you know, definitely raises your connection to other people and raises the awareness of what you do, which generally is going to either build or decrease value in what you do. Right. Based on those connections. So right. Think about that. Be careful who you associate with. Choose it's, your friends well. It's just like mom said this, when you went to school. Yeah, I just had this conversation with my daughter about yeah. like, yeah, you want to, you know, think about trying to get into these these schools you want to get into with, you know, your your one friend gets a drug charge, you know, and you <laughs> yeah. have to be in the car with them. I go, yeah. good luck, you know, have fun. Yeah, totally, yeah. It's a big deal. Um, what do you do? Like, and that's bland, but what is it about what you do? Like, do you raise the level of professionalism in in your field? Do you like under promise over deliver? Like I said yeah. before, um, is your take on it like like is your stuff your stuff lasts longer? Your stuff is more efficient. Your stuff is more intuitive. Maybe you're nicer. Yeah, maybe you're just nicer. Maybe you know how to walk your client through something where everyone else is such a, sure. a jerk face about it. Yeah. You know? Do you work in a busy space? Do you work in a private space? Do you? There's all these things that, you know, have different value to different kind of clients and different people. Um, you know, I th- always do think about it in tattooing, but even in other forms of art, it's like, do you have meetings in a boardroom? Do you have meetings at a coffee shop or do you have meetings at a bar? You know, like what, how do you market yourself in the way that you interact with your client? And right. then how does, and then how does that like affect the way you work and what yeah. do you have to offer them? You know, Think about how, how, how a referral would describe you. Oh, you got to go to this guy because he. I mean, people. We do it with plumbers. Yeah. Oh, you got to call this guy. There's no. He's. He'll at least come out and see it. He might not be able to get to you for a while, but he'll at least come and give you yeah. some attention. And it relates to how you're worth because people say, "Oh, well, he's really reasonable, or he's honest, you know, or he does great quality work." And then th- those things, while they may not uh, necessarily directly relate to pricing, which is something we know we're talking about in this. Like when we say how much we're worth. Yeah, we're kind of scooting around the actual dollars, but we're building up to how to, we can't even have the conversation on how much to charge until we discuss these things. So those things, like when people talk about when you, whether it's your plumber or your tattoo artist or whoever is doing a service for you, you're talking around how much it costs. And ultimately I think that it will, the more that people relate to the things around what it costs, there'll be the cost is less of the issue, which I think right. will relate to you know saying like, well, how much do we actually charge for this? Which is something that we'll probably end up talking about. Like, how do we do that? We yeah. we started with how do we determine our how work? do we determine that? Yeah, yeah. Um, and then I think the the last thing I had written down was uh, your, what are your achievements? And this one's tricky because. There's no, like, real, especially being artists, there's no real, like, life barometer. Like, there's no, oh, you, how much do they score on the SATs? And you know what's good and what's bad. What's their credit score? And you, everyone kind of knows what's good and bad in a credit score. Sure. But in art, you know, when we're talking about, like, oh, well, how do you judge art? Well, there is kind of, like, a certain way. If you're in a service industry art or if you're in artwork that is, like, being sold towards a certain public, um, you do want to have some type of credentials or some type of achievements. Again, I use the thing about getting into an art show and hanging next to somebody, but just getting in certain art shows, um, even in art, like being able to say like uh, one of my paintings actually went for like $20,000, Yeah. you know, whether you want to debate whether it was worth that or not, the fact that someone yeah. saw something somebody in you and paid that much that's that's kind of a mark of an achievement in some circles. Sure. Uh, for us, you know, you could say, you know, like 
I mean, I used to say, I, I, I can't really say it anymore because it was 20 years ago, but in the beginning of my career, I used to say, well, you know, I've worked in Japan and Brazil and uh, I've tra traveled around the United States sure. and I've worked in Europe and I've got to work with this guy. And those things were, yeah. they sounded, even if some of them, you know, might not be that great, yeah. you know, but they were still something more than Someone what else, other yeah. people were doing. Yeah. It gave me an edge. Right. In How those do you days. set yourself apart, you know? And like, I think that thing you know this, this the achievement section of what we're talking about in a way relates back to all the other things that we've already kind of laid out there because all of those other things can be viewed as an achievement too like how many followers do i have on social media you know how where where have i worked who have i worked with that those things can be looked at as an achievement um, you know, and then, you know, how to, how to, how many referrals do I have? How many people are talking about me or, you know, have purchased my art? Or if you're getting tattooed, like how many people have you tattooed? Like, I mean, how many tattoos do you do a week? How many paintings? How prolific are you? You know, those things, um, while they're not like a bar set by some authority, those are all achievements that are definitely interesting to a potential customer. Um, and then, you know, there, there are things too, where it's like, oh, well, like if you're in music, like, well, I want a Grammy. It's like, well, yeah, that's like, that's the thing you want to win. Now, on the other hand, we do have to also say like, well, is every Grammy award winning artist, like, are they all good? Well, I don't, Maybe, know. I don't, I don't know. know. You know, I don't have a Grammy, so I can It's tough. You know, me neither. <laughs> Never made it to that level quite. But, you know, I, I think it's just such a hard thing because art is so subjective in so many ways that it's really this question of like how do you value art is really a difficult one because intrinsically it's going to be a person there's a personal element to that so as artists we have to kind of accept that who we are whether that be who we really are or how we present ourselves you know being our marketed self maybe absolutely affects what we're worth whether we like it or not. And when I say that, I mean how how we are perceived, whether in real interaction or not real interaction, like social media, for example, or, uh, oh, I've even just word of mouth. Like, oh, I've heard about them because I've my friend's got tattooed by him or he works with this guy or whatever way that somebody hears about you or uh, comes to know about you. It matters because that does affect how much you're worth to the general public. Here, here's what's... Well, I, I want to touch on two things really quick. The, I, you were talking about Grammys, and that, that is something that, like... That's an achievement. That's like a lifetime achievement or something you're sure. working towards, and you hope you get nominated one day, and you hope you get it. Art's kind of weird because we have, like, a first is only. So when you say, like, well, he was the first to yeah. have his own TV show, or he was the first to do it this way. Yeah. That's kind of like our, our crowning jewel, is if you can actually yeah. be the first to do if something. you can be original. Yeah, that's kind of whatever that means. Yeah, whatever it means. But if you can, if you can actually like conjure up something and be the first at it, yeah, you, you know, um, he was the first to do it on a donkey high on cocaine. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> hand poking tattoos on people's faces. He hand poked the tattoo on the donkey while he and the donkey were both completely <laughs> railed out of their minds. Yeah, that would be a first. Um, but the idea here's what's funny, and I, I'm probably going to butcher this concept, and I hope it comes across somewhat clearly. But there's a saying, and most people have heard it, is something's only worth what someone's willing to pay for. Sure. Now, we, we think of that on Craigslist or a car, but it's as ourselves, too. We, we're a product. As we're, we're putting ourselves out there. And if someone's willing to pay that, then that is 
your worth. There, that does come into play. But there's also um, an overvalue and an undervalue. So there's there's this weird concept in stock markets. Well, there's there's a there's an actual market price. So let's say something's just for easy numbers. Something's worth a hundred bucks, right? right? Um, but then now there's a shortage of it, um, and there's been some good publicity about it, and people are actually getting in line and paying. 120. Now it's 20% yeah. overvalued. Sure. Or 150. Yeah, 50% demand overvalued. Demand is an important part of that. Right. Um, and then sometimes things are undervalued. Sometimes you have too many of something. Yeah. You know, you have too many people making uh, leather bracelets at the craft store. So now it's undervalued. So something that you got, uh, you were able to sell years ago for 100 bucks. Now you're only getting like 60 because it's undervalued because there's too many. Even yeah. though market real market value should be around 100 bucks. Um, yeah. It's it's now just become watered down. So that's something to think about. Is is it this, this isn't like a magical s- steps like now you're worth this, now you're worth this. Market the market will also help determine what what you're worth. So that's the other part of, of all of all this is that my worth in the St. Louis market versus my worth say in Brazil, two different things. I cannot sure. charge what I charge in the United States in Brazil. Yes, so your market yeah. that's the other that's the other aspect of yeah. how all this comes into into play. Um, but so this this episode of the podcast uh, we want to me and Chris are going to going to talk about um, in the future in the next four episodes appearance uh, who can vouch for you, what do you do that's different or unique? And what kind of achievements or what kind of barometer are you using to measure your achievements? Um, so this is this first podcast is kind of an overview of stepping into the idea because I think it's it's too complicated to just give this uh, yeah. one podcast. What are you worth? You're worth this yeah. much. Now go get it, son. Yeah, we're gonna have to like delve into each of these topics a little bit more and kind of figure out how they play into maybe the final thing of like this is how you should charge. <laughs> yeah, this is what you should be doing now. Because take it from us, we definitely know what we're talking about. <laughs> Guaranteed. Yeah. Well, yeah. We need a. Uh, can we set up a sound effects rail? We should. We should do that. We also could start a management company where, like, we can tell people what to charge for a meager ten consulting fee. Yeah. 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 You should charge this much because I'm taking twenty percent of it. Consulting with Chris and Matt. Yeah. You are now worth twenty percent more than you said before yeah. because we're going to take twenty percent of it, and that's yeah. how that's how the market totally. works. <laughs> totally great idea. Are you uh, feeling better about your day now, Chris? I think so. You maybe. organize it a little more. Yeah, got so your or- thoughts organized. I'm so organized. You went from 100 miles an hour to to just uh, like tired. I'm tired. Yeah, yeah. I'm tired. It's a hard luck I'm life. Tired and there. angry. Yeah, it's a hard. It's a hard. It's a hard knock life. Yeah. Yeah. For us. Yeah. Anyway. Life. Uh, you have any any closing thoughts? Uh, no. I don't. Okay. Well, that's that then. <laughs> this has been another episode of the Bastards of Our Podcast. You can find us on SoundCloud, Stitcher, iTunes, FM Player. Of course, our webpage, www.bastardsart.com. Uh, my webpage is www.matthodeltattoo.com. And you can find Chris on Instagram at O-H-B-O-Y-L-E. Word. <laughs>